0: How can I get out of my head in bed? This is the question that I asked Portia Brown, who is a mindful sex coach. In this interview, she shares her journey to sexual awakening through mindfulness. So this is for you if you notice that your mind wanders off during sex, right? That you're in the middle of things and then you start to notice the crack in the ceiling or you start thinking about emails or what are you gonna cook for dinner tonight? I'm definitely guilty of that. Portia has us covered because this allows us to be human. She gives us tools that don't mean just sitting on a pillow for 10 minutes, because I don't know about you, but I struggle to do that. This episode is going to help you to stop worrying about doing sex right so that you can start enjoying it. Remember that this is for educational purposes only and is not designed as medical advice. So, with all of that covered, let's dive into episode 16. Welcome to In Bed With Lisa. I'm Lisa Welsh and I teach you how to have more fun in bed, even if you're super busy, feel totally embarrassed, or have been faking orgasms for years. It's not rocket science and you are not broken. Keep listening to learn how. Hello and welcome to In Bed With Lisa. Today I am delighted to be joined by the amazing Portia Brown of Froetic Sexology, I've been following Portia for years and I'm a huge fan of her work. Welcome Portia, welcome all the way from Brooklyn.
1: Hi Lisa, yes, yes, yes. With love from Brooklyn, how are you?
0: I'm great, thank you very much. How are you today? I'm excited to be having this conversation and I'm excited to be having it with you. So I'm thrilled. (laughs) Love it, all the good, all the good feels. So Portia, you are a mindful sex coach. For anybody who doesn't know you or your work, please could you tell us a little bit more about what that means? Ah, oh, I love this question. So
1: for me, I guess I'll share a little bit of my personal journey. I started my sexual healing journey when I was in undergraduate school, when I was in college, so about six years ago. Um, but then 2020 happened and my entire world, like everyone else on earth, pretty much, Um, my entire world got flipped upside down. Um, I was having challenges with work. I had lost my job and was laid off due to the pandemic. I was forced to choose a new career. I was forced to be in the house with my boyfriend all of the time, which caused us to have challenges emotionally, sexually, et cetera, et cetera. And one of the things that I turned to was mindfulness. Mm. And at this time, I was already a sex educator. I hadn't, I had not begun coaching just yet, Um, but at the time I was a sex educator. So I had a good knowledge base about my sexuality. I felt like I was in a good groove, but the one thing that I was missing was feeling completely present. Mm -hmm. feeling completely embodied just throughout the day. And then also when it came to sex and not just sex with my partner, but also sex with myself, I was not feeling fully embodied and fully present and like fully alive and awakened. And coincidentally, at the same time, a a close friend of mine was starting to create meditations on their Instagram page Mm -hmm. for like two minute meditations and so I started meditating every day for two minutes when I would come across their content. And I noticed over the course of some weeks that, wow, I was feeling a little bit more present. I was feeling myself slow down. I was feeling what I know now is I was feeling regulated, like my nervous system was regulated. Um, so that is how I came into this practice. It sort of evolved from there. I started seeking out more meditation techniques, longer meditations, longer than just the two minutes, different types of meditation um, and breath work and things like that. And I eventually integrated it into my practice. And what I find is, and what many other people have found, psychotherapists, sex therapists, and people who study this sort of thing is that meditation can actually over time help us to become more present. Mm -hmm. A lot of people that I work with, they describe this feeling of the busy brain when they're in bed, they're distracted, their brain is all over the place, they're spectatoring, meaning that they are watching themselves have sex from the inside out, judging their performance, wondering how their partners feel about them, right? And so meditation is a practice that we can use to strengthen our mental muscle that enables us to bring ourselves back to the present moment mindfulness is the act of focusing on one act or one the one task at hand Mm -hmm. at a time without any judgment and the without any judgment part has been absolutely crucial especially when it comes to the evolution of how I show up sexually Mm -hmm. as for many of us we're judging ourselves and that's part of the distraction that's part of what's keeping us from feeling fully present um Yeah, so that's how this kind of got integrated into my practice. And I'm hoping that more and more people will find it to be something that's accessible for them and feels like, oh, I can make this a small part of my life so I can reap the benefits in my sex life.
0: Amazing. Wow, that sounds so good. So Portia, you're saying that you're bringing it into your practice. And do you mean that you're bringing it into like a mindfulness practice or into like a pleasure practice?
1: A little bit of both. So my personal practice, but also my coaching practice. So when I'm working with my clients, when it comes to my intimate practice, both with myself and with my partner, I am integrating breath work techniques, meditation before, during, and after I'm intimate either with myself or with my partner. So if I'm having solo sex, that might mean like literally turning on some meditative sounds or a guided meditation Finding some mindful movement to do before getting in bed and touching my body. Um, I integrate mindfulness into my solo sex practices by not touching my genitals immediately, mm. touching other parts of my body first, and getting my my body to come online and be a little bit more um, awakened, erotically awakened before actually getting to the good and juicy parts. Um, I also love, love, love something really simple. Which is integrating more of my senses. Our mm-hmm. senses are how we experience the world. It's how we are able to connect uh, what's happening with our body to what's happening all around us, right? So, lighting a candle, lighting some incense, or burning or um, turning on my diffuser. So that might mean tapping in with my sense of sound by having a sexy playlist going, sense of touch by making sure my sheets are fresh and crisp and clean. Um, maybe giving myself a little bit of self massage with some oil or lotion before getting intimate with, with myself or with my partner. There's endless ways. But I always encourage people, if you don't know where to start with integrating mindfulness into your sex life, begin with your senses. Think about all five of them and think, how can I stimulate each one of these either before, during, or after, or potentially all three um i am intimate with myself or with my partner and then the options are ultimately endless right there are tons and tons of ideas that we can come up with um and if i'm with a partner that might mean doing a meditation with them that might mean doing some co-regulating before we have sex so that can be something as simple as lying side by side lying in a spoon position and syncing up your breathing for a few minutes that might mean doing some eye gazing That might mean just laying in bed, holding hands for a few minutes while both of you calm down and come to center, let the day melt away and you're able to actually come together and be completely focused on each other. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes when I suggest this stuff, people feel like it's a little weird because it's off the beaten path of what we know and what we understand is available to us when it comes to intimacy, but there are no rules when it comes to sex and it actually benefits us quite greatly and I know you talk about this a lot too it benefits us quite greatly to throw away the script that we've been given sort of the the predetermined (laughs) directions for sex um and throw them out the window and do what feels good to us and I'm not talking about doing this like super complicated tantric moment even though there are benefits to that if that's something that calls to you but it can be quite simple five minutes of laying in bed lights low candles burning under the covers with your love feeling your skin on their skin doing some deep breathing connecting and then go ahead and move into whatever more intimate acts you want to do um, but just having a more mindful approach focusing on the task at hand without any judgment
0: I love it. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing that. And so I want to say that for, like you were saying, some people might think it's a little bit weird or out there. And especially if you've been in a long-term relationship, or say you've been married for a while and you've got kids and like life is really busy. Like it can feel weird then to say, okay, let's lie down for five minutes and let's hold hands. But you're saying it doesn't have to be weird, right? You can just kiss and just be together. It doesn't have to be like, Like I said, it doesn't have to be like a tantric routine or ritual. It's just (laughs) chilling for a minute.
1: Yeah, I think we often forget or no, no, no. Let me rephrase that. We have this story that we've all been indoctrinated into. We have this conditioning within us that tells us that if our partner initiates sex or we agree, you know, we're going to have sex this evening after dinner, after the kids are in bed or whatever your situation is, that if we don't immediately jump online and feel turned on and feel ready, there's something wrong with us, or there's something wrong with our relationship, when the reality is our bodies, our nervous systems, our minds need a minute to like transition and focus, right? If you go out and run three miles, which I don't know why you would do that. But if you go out and run three miles, and then all of a sudden you, at the end of that run, you are presented with a stage and you're supposed to give a speech. Don't you need a second to like pivot between those activities? Don't you need a minute to catch your breath? So if you think of your day, your eight hours at work, or your day at home with your children, or whatever it is that you're doing throughout your day, as that three mile run, when it comes time to be intimate and be in a different place in your nervous system, be in a different place emotionally um, with your partner, it's okay to give give yourself a second to catch your breath. It's okay to give yourself a second to transition, to allow your body to go from, okay, I'm a mother, a wife, an employee, a sister, a caregiver, or what have you, into now I get to experience pleasure with my partner or with myself. Mm -hmm. And that allows you to be, so much more present it allows you to experience so much more sensation that if you just sort of fast forward through and tell yourself like well I have to be into it because if not there's something wrong with me there's nothing wrong with you there's something
0: wrong with the narrative there's something wrong with the story and we can easily easily change the story wow that is amazing so true (laughs) I love that analogy of like getting straight up onto the stage and giving a speech because- It would not be a good speech. <laughs> it <wouldn't, laughs> right? It wouldn't. it wouldn't be authentic. Maybe you'd be like performing like exactly the same happens in bed, right? Like you are gonna be playing a role if you don't give yourself a chance to drop in and be embodied and be mindful like you're saying. Oh, this mm-hmm. is so good. So I have another question for you then, Portia. Say that you are in the middle of like a moment of passion with your lover or yourself and you notice that your mind is starting to wonder and you're starting to think about did you send that email or what are you going to have for dinner tonight like what do you do in that moment say like you you kind of almost like lost your orgasm because you've started thinking all of a sudden <laughs> is there anything you can do in that moment? Let me start by saying Uh, This happens to me,
1: okay? This happens to me. This is something that's completely normal because once again, we're conditioned to try to multitask, Mm -hmm. to be thinking about multiple things at once, to be driving and making a grocery list in our mind, to be walking our dog and be thinking about the presentation you have to give at work. So of course your brain is wired to wander off while you're doing something else with Mm. your body and your body is sort of idly doing whatever the thing is, even if that thing is sex and it's supposed to be extremely pleasurable, right? Um, So I just wanna validate for anyone out there who's experiencing this, this happens, it is normal. And what matters most is what you do next. Mm. Do not, and I repeat, do not start badgering yourself or berating yourself for getting distracted. What happens sometimes is we notice our brains are wandering off and we go, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm distracted. I can't believe I'm having these thoughts. What does this mean about me? I'm not normal, right? And we run into this negative self-talk mm-hmm. spiral that we can't get out of. Yeah. And instead, you can replace that with, oh, my brain is, is wandering off again. I'm going to use my imagination, take that thought, put it on a shelf. And then I'm going to tune into my senses. So if you find that you're getting distracted during sex, I'm going to recommend that you pick whatever sense in your body, whichever of your five senses in your body are experiencing the most stimulation. Um, Mm -hmm. If you're in the middle of a passionate moment, it might be touch, right? So focus in on an area of your body that you're experiencing touch from whoever you're with or put your hands on them and narrate to yourself what it feels like to run your hands over their skin, through their hair, right? Ask your partner if you're in a trusted relationship um, to engage you, to ask you questions. It's very hard for the mind to be distracted when somebody's looking you into your eyes and saying something really sexy to you or asking you what you want or what you need, right? So beginning to look for tools and ways to bring yourself back into the present moment can be very, very helpful. If all of that feels overwhelming, I want you to remember one word, and that is grief. If you mm-hmm. find that you're getting distracted, notice it. See that it's there. See that it's happening. Acknowledge that it's happening within your own mind and take a deep breath. Take one, take two, take three. Whatever you need to help bring yourself back into the present moment and keep yourself from going down that negative self-talk spiral.
0: Yeah. Wow. So just anchor yourself in, just like notice it's happening. Don't beat yourself up and come back with any of those tools you just suggested. They are all so achievable. They are. They're they're within our grasp. And I will just say,
1: I'm making it sound super easy, (laughs) um, but this is something that takes practice Mm -hmm. too, This is like forming a new habit and I would recommend, and when I coach people, I recommend that you begin to notice other parts of your life where your brain is wandering off, Yes. right? So if you are doing the dishes and you notice that your body's kind of on autopilot and you're daydreaming, which is a completely normal thing to do see if you can start to lock in in that moment, focus on how the bubbles look in the soap, focus on the warm water, focus on the smell of the soap that you're Mm -hmm. using to clean your dishes, right? We find that when you're in the shower, I love, love doing mindful showers where I don't just let my brain go all over the place, but even if it's just for two minutes of my shower, Mm -hmm. I'm able to be more present and practice that same skill of noticing my brain wandering off bringing myself back to the present moment, locking in with the senses, breathing, right? Trying all those things in in low pressure and low stakes situations as a way to begin to give yourself practice so that when you're in a higher pressure situation like sex, you've kind of got some practice and your brain is more familiar with the technique. But I want to affirm for anyone when you try this, the first time you have sex, the first few times, it may take a little bit of effort, right? But do not get discouraged and try to avoid negative self talk because that's not going to get you anywhere. Um, and just stick with it. Just stick with
0: it. Thank you. Wow, that is amazing. Mindful showering. I love that idea. <laughs> yes. It's a practice.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and like you say it is a practice it's not something really that you're ever going to really just get it I mean unless you are like on some mountain somewhere it's very normal for our minds to be distracted like you said but we just keep on practicing practicing noticing coming back again noticing yeah again (laughs) and And not judging not judging any of it yes Yeah. And thank you for just saying that as well. Like this still happens to me. Like I am not perfect at it because I think that's impossible to strive for perfection. Yeah, it doesn't
1: exist. And also we, like you said, we don't live in a mountain as nice as it would be to be a monk somewhere where I get to meditate all day and just really, really focus on my own um, ascension and evolution. We don't. We all have Jobs. We have pets to care take care of. We have families to take care of. We have a home to look after. We have partners that have needs. We have our own needs, and we're constantly dividing up our time and attention and our focus between all of those things. Um, and so, it is not intuitive to us to be focused on one thing even if that one thing is pleasure but we can practice and we can learn to live more mindful lives so that we can have more mindful sex
0: all of the tools you've shared with us now are fantastic for us if we want to just get started with mindfulness if we just want to cultivate it in our lives and in our bedrooms but if we want to take it deeper and go a step further how can people get hold of you and work with you
1: ah thank you so much for asking so Right now, I am offering only one way to work with me one-on-one. It is the Mindful Sex and Pleasure Coaching Program. It is a six-month opportunity. Yes, six months, because it takes a lot of time to build these habits, to build new neural pathways, to um, investigate some of your limiting beliefs, some of your socially conditioned ideologies all of those things. Um, so if you're interested in participating in something like that, healing your relationship with pleasure, deepening your pleasure practices, and learning more about some of the things we've been talking about, um, you can find me on, on Instagram at Proetic Sexology. My website is ProeticSexology.com. DM me, tell me where you found me, and I would love
0: to speak with you about what this program can do for your life. Mm, I love it you know what I love with you being a mindful coach you don't have like this busy confusing complicated set of offers you're like this is the way
1: <laughs> this is- it's mostly for me it's mostly because my brain cannot contain more than more than a few things but I like to keep it very simple be very clear that. about how
0: you can work with me and that's just that I love it. and you know that you're going to get results. People are going to get results working six months one-on-one with you. I think that is phenomenal. Thank you so much for your time today, Portia. This has been great. I've taken away some tips. Mindful showering is definitely now in my (laughs) repertoire. (laughs) Thank you so much. And I look forward to chatting to you again. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you so much for
1: doing this, for holding this space and having these conversations for people because it's so needed.
0: Mm, it is a highlight. It's an absolute highlight of what I do. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. So, what did you think of that episode? My biggest takeaway is that increasing mindfulness in your life can increase mindfulness in the bed which leads to more pleasure. Now that is something that I can get behind. Let me know your biggest takeaway in the comments and don't forget to like and subscribe and why not share this episode if you enjoyed it. Tag me so that I can shout you out. All of that really helps for me to get the word out and spread the good news about pleasure. Thanks again for being here and I'll see you next time. Would you like a sexy shot of inspiration and actionable tips to help you have more fun in bed in your inbox every single week? Then you'd better get on my email list, sign up to receive my free four part video series called Unlock Your Pleasure. It's been known to get people experiencing off the charts pleasure and mind blowing orgasms. So get onto that. The link is in the show notes and I'll see you in your inbox.